This is a Triple J podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese. Welcome to the Summer Hack podcast. And we're going to be here all summer long, just like we always are every day, with a bunch of stories, interviews, new ones, also looking back at some of the bigger ones that we've done over the past year and have some updates on some of the stories we've been keeping you across. So we're going to be here over Summer Hacks, not going anywhere over the next few months. We'll also have all of the updates on Instagram for you too. So if you're not following Hack there, go check it out. There's plenty on Instagram. The first story we're covering on Summer Hack is one we've been keeping an eye on for a little while. Remember during the COVID years how annoying it was trying to get to a gig, a festival. You'd buy the tickets, then the next thing it was cancelled. The big drama of getting refunds would start. It was a nightmare. Hopefully you did get your money back. But believe it or not, there are still people out there trying to get refunds for a festival that was cancelled in 2020. The Drop Festival. Now, we've brought you a couple of updates on this one over the past few years. The festival has made heaps of promises about when it would pay everyone back, but it still hasn't happened. People are still waiting. So as we come up to the four-year anniversary of the Drop's cancellation, we decided to check in again. Ellie Grounds has been looking into it. It's beyond a joke now, and I've, like, I'm at the point where I I have to block it out my mind because I'll get too angry about it. This is Kate. Back at the start of 2020, she was gearing up to head to the Drop Festival in Manly to see acts like Boy and Bear, The Presets and Ballpark Music. And we all know what happened then. All mass gatherings are now banned in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. The Manly show got cancelled, then Coolangatta, Torquay and Bustleton. And now, four years since they bought their tickets, most of those ticket holders, including Kate, are still out of pocket. Yeah, I'd received an email back from Eventbrite saying they couldn't process my refund um, for one of four different reasons, which were all extremely different reasons. One of the reasons was that the event organiser had not issued the refund. Kate says none of the other reasons applied to her. Yeah, to the point now where it's, it's just a lost cause, it seems like. We've reported on this story a bunch of times at Hack over the last few years. In March 2022, the festival told us refunds would be paid out by the end of that year. They then scheduled two new shows for Coffs Harbour and Bondi Beach in October 2022. And people were given the option to roll their tickets over to those dates, but only manly ticket holders were given the option to apply for a refund. And in the end, those shows didn't go ahead. Then in January this year... Festival director Ken O'Brien told us he was looking to raise capital from new investors to put on events in 2023 and use that income to pay out refunds. But that hasn't happened yet either. We put a bunch of questions to Ken O'Brien, who told us in a written statement. We will be in a position to lay out a plan in the coming weeks, which we will, for working towards settling the refunds over the course of 2024. My priority now is to be a part of a couple of other business interests that enable me to raise funds to pay out the refunds. A couple months ago, ticket holders were pretty puzzled when they discovered a festival using the drop's name and logo in Japan on Instagram. And that festival did go ahead last year and this year. Oh, yeah. It definitely just just feels a little bit sketchy. This is Phoebe, and cue some good news. She did eventually get refunded for her two Torquay tickets, after she lodged a claim in the Victorian Civil and Administrative Tribunal. 
She was unsure about the Japanese festival. I I did see something about that, but I was um, sceptical to believe it. But festival director Ken said while he was meant to be involved in the Japanese festival and had made an agreement with Japanese partners prior to COVID, the events ultimately went ahead without any financial involvement from the Australian arm. He told us... As we all know, COVID hit in early 2020, pretty much destroying the financial position of the drop business, therefore not allowing this venture to proceed. For the obvious financial reasons and our inability to raise additional capital in the business, we were not able to take up our shareholding, therefore didn't participate in the 2022 or 2023 events. He also told us that yes, the Japanese events did use the same name and logo, But he let them do it for free. The Australian business didn't make any profit. Again, because we were not in a financial position to proceed with taking up a shareholding in 2023, nor were there any drop festival events in any other countries, we obviously had no right to charge a licence fee for 2023. Hack understands after the events were canned because of COVID, Ken made the decision to pay back all the big suppliers who'd been devastated by the pandemic before trying to get round to paying refunds. And Lucas Rutten, a managing lawyer at the Consumer Action Law Centre, says that's pretty standard. Big creditors that have loaned money to you, they're the most likely who are going to sue you immediately if they don't get paid. And so if you're deciding who you're going to pay money back to first, you're probably going to pay money back to the big fish with the scary lawyers. And the people you're probably going to pay money back to last would be individual consumers who might be owed comparably smaller amounts of money who aren't likely to lawyer up and sue you in a court. Ticket holder Phoebe says people may have understood that if it was explained to them. Like the demographic that are buying tickets for this kind of thing, they probably, a lot of them might have had understanding for that situation and kind of been able to get behind like the larger cause and like the fact that he wasn't able to pay like the musicians and and all of the people. Like I think if that was kind of the way that he addressed it, there could have been people that were able to support him and donate that money or like, you know, would have been more excited or happy to come to the next event. But I think it's just left like a sour taste in people's mouths. But Lucas says the plan to raise money for new business ventures to then pay back old refunds doesn't sound feasible. Anytime when a business or or a director would be saying, I don't have the money right now, but I'm just trying to get, you know, this venture off the ground, your gut reaction would say that that doesn't sound particularly reliable. But he also acknowledged that COVID was a huge curveball and there are still heaps of businesses that haven't been able to pay back their debts from stuff that got cancelled. There's a very long kind of tail uh, of events that, that happens when an event as, you know, severe as uh, COVID might happen. It takes, yeah, oftentimes years for the, the machine to kind of turn and to get to the end of that process. Summer hack. 